What's up? What's up? Man, how you guys Here doing? Here we are again, number two. We are about to get further in depth in a little bit of um, the word. Well, we learned a few things. We learned what we can't have music in this. So, hey, you know what? It's okay. But you get to hear my beautiful voice and Frank's beautiful voice. Yeah. So we're going to get this kicked off with a little bit of prayer because we had to, we had to, you know, we had to bring God into the situation. So here we go. So, uh, Heavenly Father, as me and Candy come together to give you all honor, worship, and praise, we thank you, Father. We thank you for the reviews. We thank you for the feedback, Father. And we're giving this all to you. Thank you again for allowing us to give you our honor, worship, and praise. And as we bring the street knowledge of the street gospel, Father, I ask that you anoint us with the Holy Spirit. Anoint our mouths. Anoint the Spirit within us and those that hear it, that they may be blessed as well, Father, in hearing and partaking and just knowing that you are good in all you do. Father, I would like to thank you for all the good, the bad, and the ugly things that happen in life, Father, for it just furthers us to get closer to you. And all you ask is for us to persevere. And Father, I thank you that this is where it got us to. Father, as I give you all the honor, worship, and praise, I ask that you bless us. Send angels upon angels upon angels to those that are listening, to those that are going to listen, to those that are going to listen and are going to click on it and are going to hear it at a different time father may they get the blessing as well may they get the blessing as well i thank you for this time that we have with each other and with the people that you have lavished us and the word to be spoken to i pray this all in your name amen amen yeah. Well, here we go with the bring a little wattage to your cottage. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we're gonna continue from the last place where we were. We were in Acts one, but I think we're gonna be going up into uh, Acts chapter two right now. So we're gonna be dropping the knowledge of what Jesus has to say. Oh, absolutely. We're gonna lead right into this because we're gonna get it done today. We're gonna bring the fire and the desire. If you have any comments, concerns blessings you want to just pray for your neighbor because he don't listen if yeah. you want to pray for the man that keeps on stealing your newspaper man. you know what we're praying for him too if you just want to be learn how to be a better prayer warrior yes. you're in the right place yes so with that said we're going to spread some god's love god's love do you know what that's like just giving it away like it's groceries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're to kick off where we last left off. So we was in Acts, about a good 7, 15 minutes deep in it. We're going to continue on with it, just as we left off. All uh -huh. right, all right, all right. You're about to learn today. He has received Holy Spirit, what you now see and hear. For David did not ascend to heaven, and yet he said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Therefore let... Now, I just want to let Candy get in depth with that. He said, My Lord said to my Lord. Mm. Man, can you imagine? 
there's two, he's, he's saying there's two percentages, two persons, two, one, two, uno, dos, two people. My father said to me that people will be under my feet that try to ruin what's going on. People are going to be, you know, he's going to make your enemies fall at your side. 10,000 at your right hand side. Do you know what that's like? People, haters, they say they make you famous, but I say haters make you into a refined Christian. Because they say there's over 196 different defects of character. But when people are pointing them out, it's easier for you to polish you up. See, you can look at it as this. Someone talking against you and, and your world's just crashing down around you. Or you can use it as fuel. Fuel to live on the right hand of God. Learn from it. Be better for it. And that makes you a better Christian. Well, That's what it means to put those enemies as a footstool. Man, just think about this. God's the potter. And we can only go so far to heaven. Use, the, use your enemies as footstools as the way to get to heaven. Because they only lifting you higher. You feel me? Do you feel that? A hater is something to lift you higher. Man, you know... I'm going to continue with that. You know, we just got in, I mean, just about two lines into it. And already, God, the man himself, sent his son to confirm to another king and say, My Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make all your enemies your footstool. Saying, basically, you ain't got to worry about a thing. Not a thing. Everybody that's coming up against you is going to fall right before your feet. And all you got to do is sit at my right hand side and watch it all go down. Now, I don't know about you, but if God's so good, <laughs> is a God so good. If God tells you this is all he wants you to do, believe it. That is all you got to do. Doing any more is not complying with what God's telling you to do. Now, Ooh, and we don't want to do that. No. So We, we need him as our, our shield and buckler. Yes. Our we Lord do. and Savior. Woo! So we're going to continue on. Just had to break that down for you. All Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus whom you crucified both Lord and Christ. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. With many other words he warned them and pleaded with them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who accepted his message were baptized, and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. 
They devoted themselves to the apostle. I like that. Tell me what you like. What Repent is it, Kenny? and be baptized in Jesus' name. Why, Kenny? Why? Why do you like that? Tell me, why do you like that? I mean, you know, first of all, we, we didn't mention our names, so we got to mention our names up in here. This is Big Candelario. You know what? And, you know, my name is Juan Francisco de Leon, but everybody calls me Frank or Frankie. So, let me know what you liked about that. See, one day, I was living my life as a as a, rambun a rambunctious youngster. What does rambunctious mean? <clears throat> you know what I, mean? I was an active gang member. Okay, I got you. I was causing havoc. Man. <clears throat> Serving the other guy, not even caring or caring the world. Who is the other guy, Ken? <laughs> I was serving the adversary. Man. The devil himself. Whoa. See, because when you're doing things against humanity, Whoa. you ain't serving your Lord. You're, you're serving someone else. You gonna serve somebody. <laughs> you know. You gonna serve somebody, but, people. But see, God had a plan, and the plan wasn't God. wasn't for me to be in captivity and chains. I was meant to be run wild. Okay. So, God had to humble me. Okay. But I'll tell you this. When I got out of prison this last time, I went to a place called the Salvation Army. All right. And I graduated from there because I had an addiction. Addiction so bad that sometimes I didn't even eat. I didn't sleep. Man. I was out there. I had a 48-hour day. I just didn't know when to stop. See, but when I left there, I knew I wasn't done. I needed more. I, I needed, I didn't want to go back to my, return to my own, as they say, my own vomit. Well, I'm going to stop you right there, Kenny. So what made you, Kenny, repent of the things you were doing and the things you have done? What made you go to God and seek the Savior's help? What what was that drawing line for you? Like, why did you do it? See, I have three special boys. Okay. That belong to me. Okay. See, there's some things that, you know, God says that there's some things that don't, you know, that everything is his. But I'm his earthly parent. Okay. Both boys belong to me because my blood runs through and through. So you're saying you're taking responsibility for the children you made. God allowed me okay. to take that responsibility. That's right. But I was just a money. I was an ATM. Like, what do you mean by ATM? I wasn't a good father. I didn't have a dad to teach me how to be a dad. And I'm going to stop you right there, Kenny. I want to know, what made you repent? Getting what there. made you seek the Savior's... I'm getting there. Okay, okay. See, what happened was, it was my birthday, and I didn't like my kids to come to the prison. I didn't want to see them dad like that, because, you know, he would cry because dad couldn't come home with him. So you was locked up in prison, and it was your birthday. Yes, sir. How old, do you know how old you were at the time? 
I just turned 40 years old. So you were locked up in prison and you just turned 40 years old? Yes, sir. Okay. Carry on. See, what happened was is when your son says, Dad, when you get out, is this enough money to buy your time? It blew me back, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I don't even know we're going to get to the third chapter today. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Your son brought money for you and told daddy, is this enough money to buy your time while you was locked up? Yes, sir. I, I want to know what you got to say. See, what happened was is every time I'd go to him, I'd give him $100. I'd give all my kids $100 and then give their mom the rest of what I had, okay, which was plenty. Well, that's what any dad so, What he did was he would save it. Every dollar I gave him that day, he knew I was getting out soon. And I stay with him when I'm not high, when I'm not worried about making money or or try, who's on the set or you know who can I. Who can I embarrass today for my benefit? Well, I want to further understand this, Kenny, so don't blame me from holding you up right now. No worries. Out of your three sons, which one was it? The oldest, the middle, or the smallest? It was my oldest son. Okay, okay. And, and, and granted, you know, like I said, I wasn't the best dad. He was my little partner. I, I would take him, like, I would take him everywhere with me. So, and that's all that needs to be said about that. So you was 40, how old was he when he when he did this? He just turned eight years old. Okay, so he's eight years old. He has a knowledge of an eight-year-old, and he already wants to buy daddy's time. So he knows about money. Obviously, he got that from dad. Well, he knows that dad does things for money. Okay. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. And he knows that I always said, money's time and time is money. So, what you're telling me is your oldest son listened to every word you had to say. Whether you knew it or not, he was repeating what you told him. Frank, let me tell you this. Okay. His hustle game's harder than mine. Oh, man. I, I don't doubt that. Just because of the education that I gave him. I, I really much don't doubt that. I know who I'm sitting next to. See, but... What it, what you folks don't know is, is it blew me back for the first time in my life. I mean, I've been shot at, stabbed, do everything. But the one thing that I have to say is, is that hit me harder than a, any eight foot man could hit me. It blew me back so hard that I had to hold back my tears from crying until they left. So you're telling me your oldest son impacted you so hard that it hit you harder than an eight-foot man. But to this day, he's my superhero. Man. Man. I don't look at the Hulk. I don't look at Captain America. I look at a 13-year-old boy today that saved his daddy's life. Man. So, what I want to know, was that the moment where you repented? You would think so. But I, I, would, I, I would think so. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, that's why I am asking. First of all, Kenny, you don't look 40. 
I'm gonna have to give you that. You do not live 40. And See, what just happened? knowing that you're 40 and you locked up, I wouldn't think you was 40 right now, cause I didn't even know. What happened was is okay. It snapped me back into reality. See, cause when you're on that drug, you don't care. You, you, you it doesn't nothing phases you. Now you say that drug. What drug are you talking about? Oh come on, Frank. What drug are you talking about? Well, are we gonna have to get real, huh? Well, you know. I, All I right, people, here we go. I want people to know. I was a hope to die dope fiend. Okay. Okay. I did it big. I mean, go big or go home, right? Man, that's what you why, said. Why hold back? You know what I mean? Why hold back? The meth the was. I used to say, Crystal Meth was my wife, and my wife was my mistress. Whoa, well, some deep words right there, man. So. Knowing all that, let's further it along. How did you come to know a God so good, to know the Savior, not only know the Savior, but even thinking about repenting? See, because when you're feeling like God let you down, you had to have loved Him. Because you, you can't be mad at someone you're not love, that you don't love. Somebody can't exist if you don't love them or if you don't hate them they cannot exist this is what i'm gonna get at real quick if you hate god god's real just to let you know if you're an atheist and you hate god it's because he is real if you try to disprove a god so good it's already been proven time and time and time again one of the great philosophies and a great inventor that proved his teacher to be wrong was Albert Einstein and many more came right after that that you know nothing about now there's always going to be a challenge everywhere you go this is all I want you to know if you hate something that doesn't exist you can't obviously you hate something that does exist so get right so check this out. I went back and I said, "All right, I, I, I guess you're trying to get my attention." Well, you got my attention. I'm gonna tell you that right now. So you got my attention. I was sitting on, I was sitting on my, uh, my bunk. Yeah. Thinking like, man, how am I gonna get out of this situation? Because, see. When you in prison, you, you're expected to do things that you don't want to. And that's all I'm going to say about that. So, I had to, I had to be a lone man on a planet. I didn't have protection in there. So I had to. And you're talking I, about prison? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Let's just. I had to fight off even my own homies because see when you when you leave that life there's gonna be some homies that of your own homies that got your back that ain't gonna think too kindly of that but I told him I'm not leaving to to go somewhere else I'm leaving for well to be a servant to God no did you tell yourself that or did you tell somebody else that I told the big homie that Okay. Is, was that your, your cellmate? 
the person with the keys to the yard, bro. Okay. He wasn't my cellmate. So, so you told the yard man, you told number one of that yard. If you're any kind of man, you're gonna you're gonna have to tell him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, first and foremost, number one is I want to be a Christian. They laughed at me. Okay, that's uh, that's understandable. Are you were you really sincere when you said? Did he know you were really serious? Sincere? Is a heart attack? Okay. Then maybe it was a laugh of approval, and not a laugh that we all think about. So keep going. So I went from a level three to a level one, and that's not easy. So what you're telling me is you went from the baddest of badasses because you was one step from being with murderers, literally. I mean, but being on the third yard is with murderers too. And you was going to a one, or you made it to a one? After plenty of beatdowns and a blood transfusion, yes, sir. Just so neighborly love people, uh, you know, the dogs are outside, we gotta bring them back in. So, what happened was, is sometimes when, th when this happens, you don't make it. But I made it home. I went straight, like I said, I went straight to. Now this is hard, Kenny, and I understand. I went straight to Salvation Army because I knew that I had an underlying problem. I had to fix my addiction. I didn't know how to do this. It was tough. It took me four tries to graduate the Salvation Army over the course of like six years. It wasn't easy. I didn't get it the first time. So at any time you want to stop candy, you can. Yeah, I know. But it has to be said. I have to reach somebody out there. I know my heart of all hearts that someone out there is hurting like I am. There's a man out there that don't think he's a father because oh he feels like he's an ATM or he's someone's battering ram. But there's hope for you, sir. There's hope for you. There's hope for you. There's hope for you. Matt, take your time, Candy. Take your time because I didn't know where we was going. I didn't know it was going to get in depth like this. And like I said, I didn't know the neighbor was going to come knock on the door for our dog to be put inside because, you know, that's neighborly love. You, you do what a neighbor is asking you to do when it's time. So, not to get off topic, but Candy has three dogs and he's babysitting one. Two are his, Bella and Paris, and then he has two cats as well. So at any time, if you hear this, just remember <laughs> that this is our family. And these, this is raw as it gets. Yes, yes. We, 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 we allow animals to be animals. Whether they're in our presence or not in our presence, we allow them to be them. And they do get spanked when they do bad things, just like every kid needs to. Not in the face, but in the behind. 
not in the face, not in the wrist, not in the chest, not in their feet, but in their behind. Now, let's get back on it, Kenny. So you're at the Salvation Army for the sixth time and something clear. Now, I'm just wondering, this is the sixth time and something clicked. Something clicked. Your son's eight, you're 40, come out, you told the main prison, I mean, the, the head honcho, you went from a level three to a level one. I mean, you didn't repent yet? Not yet. Man! Man! <laughs> Man! <laughs> I would have repented a long time ago. I'm just letting you know right now. Man. Let, let's, let's rewind this a little bit. Okay, okay. Because after my son did that, I died in my cell. So I'm coming back from death on this, and I still haven't repented yet. Man, man, this is, uh, like I said, we probably won't get to the third act today, but we will get to it one day. <laughs> so with that said, the sixth time, sixth time, I got it. Okay, okay. See, because when I went into the Salvation Army for the sixth time, I had things going wrong with my body. Things were shutting down. And I chose to turn to God this time. Finally, finally, Candy has came back to Jesus. Okay. So what I did was I hit my, my knees and I let it out. 27 years of addiction, 27 years of being in chains, in my own personal hell, That's I surrendered. Time. I yeah. surrendered. I gave the flag over to God, and I said, I can't do this no more. I said, I drove myself to death, and you're the only one that came for me. You set me up here. I surrendered. I surrendered. I surrendered. I didn't, I said, Father, I didn't know what I did. But I hold no regrets. And that you shouldn't. But I, that night I surrendered with all my heart. And then I graduated four months later as a, a band of brother to the Salvation Army. But I knew I wasn't done there. I was done with my addiction. But I needed to stay connected so I didn't go back to them streets. Not so I went to the Mission of Kern County kicking and screaming. Okay. Because I didn't, I thought I was too good for a homeless shelter. But when I got there, I found a diamond in the rough that ain't been found. Oh, you did. Yes, you did. That you did. God accepted me with open arms and he said, you ready to work? And I was like, what do you mean ready to work? Like that's where I became an epistle, an apostle to God because, and I quote, so you, it is an apostle apprenticeship, so, not a rehab. 
So you became written words, an epistle, an apostle, just like Paul did. Just like Paul, Peter, now, John. What I want to know during this whole time, did you change your name? Did I change my name? Was your name Kenny always before, or was it Colin Lavio that people called you? This is what I want to know. I didn't like to be called by my government name. Okay. Well, it, it was too hard for people to say, and they tortured you. Okay. So, to everybody, I was Candy. But at this place, they called me Bacandalario, and did I that, wasn't used to that. Did that trigger something, or did, did that bring you back to your childhood? What did that do for you? Like, let what, me know. <laughs> what that was is, I discovered I was a man now. Because men are called by their first name. Fathers are called dad. Little girls call their dad daddy. But when you're a man in the real world, growing up and learning these new things, such as going to work, waking up, showing up, being on time, making sure that you have all your book work done the previous night. Hold on, you doing book work at this place? Man, it was like going to college. They had me working. They had me going to school. There was no time to sit on my butt. So there was no time for um, for the adversary to come into my heart. So what I did was, is I accepted it and ran with it. Four months in, we were talking earlier about the baptism. Oh, so you're going to get dipped in water now. Woo! You're gonna do it like like they're talking tell you. about an axe right now, like repent. I was such I was so convicted by God when I went when I went to the mission of Kern County that four months in, God asked me, You ready? And I said, Ready for what today? He said, Today you're gonna submerge in water and your sins are gonna be forgiven. I said, Hold up. Wait, 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 wait. You never once said I was, you didn't say I was forgiven. You said, I was going to put you here. You're going to have to learn some things. But today, four months in, God said, you're forgiven today, son. So, what I'm hearing is, you got there, you got fed. They made you who you are today. I was, when I got there, I was fed, given clothes. They put a ring on my finger, and they said, come into my house, prodigal son. Oh, man. Oh, man. So for those that don't know, the mission, the mission is the place where you can go to find, in all words, help. They just don't help you like you think help is. They put a robe on you, they put a ring on your finger, and they tell you, welcome home. Now, if you ain't never had a father figure, there's plenty of father figures at this place. The mission is what Candy is talking about. And in case you didn't hear from the first episode, this is the second one. And you can be there, you can reach these people, you can call. It's at 821 
East 21st Street. And if you ever decide to go there, and you want to talk to somebody. It's in Bakersfield, California. Let's just say, let's just say you're not from Bakersfield, California. Let's just say you're from Atlanta. You can still call these people. They will work with you. They will find a way. They will even pay for you to come here. They will find a way for you if that's what you're wanting to do. But you have to be serious about what you're getting into. And if you ever need to call for help, the number is 661-325-0863. And you can actually do this. You can mention Candelario's name. You can mention Juan Francisco de Leon's name, better known as Frank or Frankie. And these people will know who you're talking about. They will know who you and the people that have referred you. And they will tell you, where are you? Can you get here on your own? And if not, where are you? Because if it's a means of their facility that they can go and pick you up, they will. These people have a heart for women and men. But you have to be ready. If you ain't ready, then don't even pick up the phone. If you ain't ready, don't even go on the internet to look. If you ain't ready, don't bother. But if you are ready, or you know somebody that is ready, you just let them know. Strap on your helmet, prepare yourself, get your bag, because it's gonna be a bumpy ride. Because when you take on God, it isn't easy. It isn't easy. Because when I came out of that water, I felt the chains drop from my hands that kept me in bondage. And when I was baptized into the eternal fire, let me tell you, my life hasn't been the same since. And to those that don't know what bondage is, basically what he's saying, he was locked up before. Literally locked up before. Bondage means held, bound up. You ain't going nowhere. You locked to something. Locked to a rock, locked to a wall. You locked in a cell. And you're telling me your bondage and all that was holding you locked in chains fell off? When fell you off. Were, just like that. Just like that. When you was just dead. like that. Just like that. God said no more. God said no more. And he's the only one that could do that. Now let me tell you, after that, man, I had a smile on my face. People wanted to be around me. Man, I was I was praying for folks. I was doing my job with a smile on. And you know what? They taught me how to be a man and stand on my own two feet. Today, I'm standing as a man on my own two feet. And guess what? Can I tell you something? Guess yeah. what? Can I tell you something? Man, tell me. Me and my son FaceTime, man. That's what I'm talking about. Me and my kids. I'm not all the way there yet. I'm still trying to refine myself. There's a lot of things that I could do better. But you know what? 
I'm standing as a man for my kids today. Anytime they call me, I'm ready and prepared to be a daddy. That's good, Kenny. That's good. What I want to know is that laughter from the guy that you told he was on level three and you went to level one. I mean, what do you think after that? Did you talk to him anytime after that? Well, when my uncle got out. Oh, that was your uncle. That was your uncle you told. When my uncle got who out. Who laughed at you. Okay. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Okay. When he so got I understand out. why he laughed. He knew you. When he, he knew you. When he got out, he gave me the biggest hug he ever gave me. And said, mijo, I believe you're going to do it this time because I saw that look in your eye. Oh, man. I saw, he said he saw that look like, like he knew God existed in my heart. And you know what? He was right. He believed you. You did something, fell through with it, not only fell through with it, followed through with it, dipped yourself in water, said exactly what you was going to do, but when you told him, he laughed at you. But when it was all said and done, he came, gave you a hug, and thanked you. Thank you for what, Kevin? What did he thank you for? It's like you brought because him along I, with It's like you brought him along with you, but he wasn't with you. Because when he got out, I was there to pick him up and say, your life is going to change today. He seen the change in you. And let me say, did it bring the change out of him? Sure did. So what you're telling me is you told the person not who you were sellies with, but the person that was in charge of level three. And we all know what this is about. We all know how prison goes, and if you don't know how prison goes, you don't want to know. If you don't know how prison goes, please believe you don't want to know. You don't want to be locked up. You don't want to be anywhere near there. A third, fourth, you don't want to be nothing to what I just said. Level four, level three, level two, you don't even want to be in level one. <laughs> i just say this. It's time to start glorifying God and leave the past in the past. So here it goes. Man. The day I got out of that water, and I started to the praying for to the breaking of bread and to... I started praying for other causes. I started being a prayer warrior. That's right. I started being a prayer warrior. I started doing things that was pleasing to God. I'm a soldier for God now. So you were doing things and you say pleasing to God. Like, I don't know what, you, what you're talking about. What do you mean by pleasing? Like Donating my time at City Serve. Donating my time at Canyon Hills. What what city serve like? City city like, serve. Let me know. City serve is a place where you know they they're a Christian ministry that give back food and, and other needs to people that are in need. And 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 I just want to know who are they connected with? Who is City Serve connected with? Like? Canyon Hills. What is Canyon Hills? Canyon, Canyon Hills is a um the, you know a church that, a Christian church that. Assembly of God, and they're up on you know they're up in Bakersfield, California. Okay. Um, this is where I donated my time as well. Um, 
you know, as a crossing guard, at, you know, helping people across the street to handing out flyers for them or even do maintenance work around there, vacuuming the chapel. It, you know, whatever, get in where you fit in. You know, you feel me? It, just because you're vacuuming the church house, it isn't, it doesn't mean that you're any less of a person than the pastor because that's important too. See, the things I was doing, I was already, I was giving service to God and I never did that before. See, today, God is pleased with me and I'm on, and I'm on, I'm on here doing this podcast, giving my experience and strength to hope to find one person out there that are struggling in their life and saying where there's a will, there's a way. But I'm saying more than that, where there's belief, there's a way. Where God's will is, there's a way. Now, Candy, I'm going to have to stop you right there. Just for the simple fact is you're giving so much information. These people don't know what you're talking about. Now, I just want to make it clear. City service tied in with Canyon Hills. That's what Candy's saying right now. And if you ever want to know or see where he took his steps towards faith, and this what he got from it. If you ever want to take a look at what he had to go through or where he decided to be placed, not by his own doing, but what God wanted him to be. So this is in Bakersfield, California, in the east side. They call it City of the Hills. And it's at 7001 Auburn Street. This is a church. Not only a church, it's also a place where you can go to find help. To find help. You can even mention the mission at Canyon Hills or at CityServe and they will direct you not neglect you. They will even take you to this place called the mission. They're all tied in together. They all work with each other. They're always going to work with each other. And there's more people involved than just the ministries that Candy has just said. I just want to give this information in case anyone decides to grow a brain to take the suggestion to actually go forth and follow through with the words they tell another for what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing is Candy follow through with what he said he was gonna do and did it with these people and it brought him to the place where he's at right now Candy, I, I, I'd like to thank you for just expressing and, and, and telling you're right. There's somebody that needed to hear that. This is the first time I'm hearing it, and I know this man for a while now. Did he tell me this? No. Did he need to tell me this? No. Was this the right time for it? Yes. Did I need to hear it? Absolutely. Was I willing to hear it? I'm right here. 
we're doing this. I just want to say, I like to thank the God that we give the honor and worship and praise to, that he brought you in such a way that I get to be in your presence and that you get to be in mine. Well, I just want to say this first and foremost. Okay. Okay. I give all the praise and glory to God because he never gave up on me. When I was out there running amok, doing things that I wasn't supposed to, I just want to say thank you for not for not giving up on me. Oh. The next person I want to thank, his name is Fernando. He's my pastor at Golden Heart Ministries in Bakersfield, California, for not giving up on me because I got in a fight at his church with my own brother. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. Hold on, you got in a fight with your own brother at what church? At Golden Heart Ministries. And, and where's this at, at Bakersville too or what? Bakersville, California. Okay, okay. Because I was on one and he wasn't trying to give me a ride nowhere. You know how that goes when you know what I'm talking about. When you call up somebody and they just won't take you where you want to go. Man. So we duped it out right in front of, right in front of God and everybody. <laughs> and your pastor's and, name was Fernando? Fernando. And, right. and you know what? He, he never gave up on me. In fact, he visited me in prison. And said, Candy, you're going to get this one day. I know it. And when I did, I showed up on his doorstep. And he gave me the biggest hug I ever had. And he directed me to the front seat and said, you're my guest of honor. Man, Candy, you know, I never expect anything but the word. And just to hear this. That this is what the word did for you. It led you on a journey, not only for yourself, but for everybody around you, Candy. And then? I, I, what I'm hearing, Candy, is God didn't just infect you. He infected everybody and anybody around you. And for those that don't know, what he's talking about is Golden Heart Ministry, and it's located on 1820th. Baker Street, Bakersfield, California. And this is the first time I'm hearing this. And he said his pastor is Fernando. Fernando. Pastor Fernando. Now you can mention Candy's name, Candelario. You can mention his full name. Just tell him his cousin sent you. And they will know exactly who you are talking about. If you do need the help, please contact any one of these ministries they are more willing to help you if you are ready there's one more person i want to give a big thank you to okay richard ferry pastor richard ferry richard ferry you know i heard that name many times you know you know he's more like a dad to us than anything you know, what's funny about this is we got the same pastor, seems like. So, Richard Ferry, how do you know Richard Ferry? Richard Ferry took a chance on me. He believed in me. He encouraged me. Say people want to know who this Richard Ferry is. 
How would they know who he is, Ken? He just asked for the director of the men's apostleship. Because that's who he is. Apostle, disciple, help. All I'm hearing is help. If you are hearing what I'm hearing, help. These are the people you need to go to, people. Just remember, you need to be ready. They're ready and willing and ready to accept you. These are all the men that have gotten an addictive ex-drug ex addict, ex-gang member, ex-street runner. A lot of things you've been doing. To, these are my new titles, a servant, a son. Now, let in me the tell house you, of God. Let me elaborate. So you're telling me you're a servant now, Kevin? Yes, sir. Servant for who? For his people. Whose people? God's people. So you telling me you teachable. You willing to get taught by another person that is godly. Is that what you're saying to me? You know what? The only way I came back was to be taught. So you telling me you teachable. Very much so. Now, what I want to ask you, Kenny, are you honest now? I'm so honest, they call me an a-hole sometimes. So... Because I have to be honest. Because if I'm, if I'm not honest with you, I'm going to hustle you. So this is what I'm getting out of that. See, and uh, you probably blanked this word out, and I understand. But people call me an asshole. Because I'm frank. Frank to be blooded, honorable, loyal, and straight to the point. That's what my name is in a Webster dictionary. That's where you can find me in a Webster dictionary. Wikipedia, you won't find it. Any other dictionary, I'll just be a letter or a note. Mm. But look in a Webster dictionary and look for Frank and you will find what I just said. But it's kind of liberating though to speak truthfully and honestly because honestly without God I wouldn't be here like what you mean by be here like on this be planet out, out of this planet you mean you wouldn't be here literally like you was you was that close to death I was dead man I died in myself April 20th 2013 Man. The only person that came to pick me up. I didn't see my aunt. I didn't see my uncles. God was the only person that came for me. And since that day, I've been able to stand on my own two feet as a man, have a license, have my own home. My family's in my life as much as they can be. And I still go back to the mission and donate my time. Give my experience, strength, and hope. Hopefully, someone hears the message and they will be delivered from their torment. I want to know, do you feel like David when he heard the Lord said, 
My Lord said, My Lord, sit at my right hand till I make all your enemies your footstool. You know what? That's fine company. But he said, Candelario, get up. I'm going to put you in a place. It's up to you to stay there, my son. And you know what I did? I stayed there. And God has been blessing me ever since. Ever since. Now, there ain't no music on this one or the first one. And this is the second one we're doing. But we're going to bring music that we're allowed to put on here before you guys. Not only for you, but for me, for Kenny. And uh, for all those listening, just to let you feel what we experienced with these people that we are mentioning and how we are serving them, but they first served us. They first served us. And what I mean by that is you're going to serve somebody. If you think you're not serving someone, you're wrong. You're going to serve somebody. Whether you like it or not, you serving somebody right now. Whether that's a good person or an evil person, you serving somebody right now. As we speak. I just want you to know that you are loved by the God that has created it all. Everything you see that is good, God made that. Everything that you get a touch, feel, God made that. You know what, friend? I feel something in my heart. You let me know. If there's anybody out there that don't know God, I'm asking you to come. Come to your altar. Come to your altar. If you're lost, don't know where to go, come to your altar. If you can hear my voice, come to this altar. Say these words with me. God, God, I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. And I know that I know that I'm a sinner. And I know that I know that I'm a sinner. But I know God. But I know God. That you will deliver me from my bondage. That you would deliver me from my bondage. That death cannot hold me. That death cannot hold me. I ask you to come into my heart. I ask you to come into my heart. I ask you to free me. I ask you to free me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I say these things. I say these things. Amen. Amen. Now, if you just said those words, you just repented. If you just heard those words and whispered it, you just repented. If you whispered it in your head, you just repented. You just repented. Now, and you know what that makes you? My brother, my sister. For ours is the glory to God. And in closing, I just want you to know. We had a whole thing planned out today, but my heart said to speak. 
so I spoke. Now, I want to elaborate on that. That is the Holy Spirit showing up. That is the Holy Spirit coming forth. I didn't know what was going to happen. I was ready to get to chapter 3 on Acts and talk about the beautiful garden. To get to that temple place. So you would know what we are talking about. Now, I want to say thank you to a God so good. I want to say thank you to all those that decided to click and listen. I want to say thank you for those that support us. I want to say thank you. I appreciate, we appreciate, and God definitely knows what we're all doing. Father, all I ask is that you further these words and that you come and help those in need, those that you know, they know, it's time. It's prime time for your time. Father, I ask that they hear, that they know, and that they ask and pick up that phone and get help. That they get help. Whether they be, wherever they be. Father, I ask that you send multiple and a mountains of angels everywhere and anywhere. And that these people open up doors. When these people decide to call to their own ministries. To their own family and friends. To their own brothers and sisters. That they direct them to the help they need. I would like to thank God first and foremost. My mom and dad. For if it wasn't for them I wouldn't be here. I'd like to thank Candy's mom and dad. If it wasn't for them he wouldn't be here. I like to thank Caddy for being a father figure. I like to thank my father for allowing me to be a father. I'd like to thank my father for allowing me to be a son. And I just want to thank all you for taking the time. I just want to in. say one thing. We gotta give the business at the end. I just want to thank Archer for all they do for our podcast needs. Yes. And if you want to start your podcast, yes. if you want to start a podcast, look yes. up, download the app Archer. Archer. They will they will do everything they can in their power to make your podcast out come out. Now, you can also hear us on Spotify. I just got to tell you guys, we got accepted to Spotify, and you can catch us there. Okay. With, the, with that said... Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Archer, right? It's called Archer. Archer. Just download, and they got all your podcast needs. All right. So today, I thank you, and I have to say goodbye. We got a minute left. They're they're giving me the minute minute mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one mark. So God bless until I speak to you again. Peace. Yeah, yeah.